Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. We've made it to Friday. Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your favorite morning podcast. It is the Morning Five for January 20th, 2023. And as always, it's brought to you by the Perry and Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Perry and Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. It is National Cheese Lovers Day. I love now, cheese. Dude. Now, is this does this mean you have to love people that love cheese, or is this for people that love cheese? I, I think it's for people who love cheese. Or is this people for so you know my day yeah i love cheese I, i'm also in there with what's your what's your favorite type of cheese i feel like we just had this conversation yeah i think so too um i i love me some cheddar or some mozzarella i love oh, okay. mozzarella god mozzarella yeah. oh. mozzarella oh yeah i'm a big fan of swiss um in any type of pepper jack my mom actually bought me some ghost pepper cheese over christmas uh and it was fantastic very hot and it was fantastic all right yeah i like gouda i like really any type of cheese i'm i'm very white in that sense uh who doesn't love a good shakaturi board you know what i mean (laughs) gouda a little bit a little bit of cheese some pepperamis in there yeah a little bit of pepperoncinis maybe some olives something like that good shakaturi boards always always nice all right, there's no other days. Uh, yeah, there's two more, Billy. No, there, it's on the sheet. No, no, yeah. no other days. Yeah. Uh, Billy, today is also camcorder day. Okay. Do you know anybody that actually even uses a camcorder anymore? Yeah, they're all called iPhones or Androids. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, <laughs> does anybody actually have, like, a dedicated cam? I know I know some, like, high-end people still have uh, Canon, uh, Canon, oh, my, what are the cameras? Jeez. That they record like uh, a Brian Carmichael or something, but that's like you know super high end. Yeah, uh, yeah. Camcorders aren't really big anymore. Uh, and Billy, today is also International Fetish Day. Do you think it is coincidence that all three of these lined up on the same day? Do you think they're all related? It's a possibility. I'll just I'll just leave um, it at that. It's a possibility. Um, I think I think someone planned this one out. Cheese Lovers Day, Camcorder Day, and International Fetish Day all on the same day and it just happens to land on a friday what fun we're gonna have tonight <laughs> poor emily um <laughs> let's get to hawks versus knicks and hornets over the weekend um hawks are at a four-game winning streak right now and um as bryce loves to do and we need to get that as a hot button by the way we do you that is i'm that is a fail on my part yes I will have that loaded for next week <laughs> when we when we are on a six game win streak. We are going to continue to go streaking. We're going streaking. There you go. Um, Hawks will play the Knicks tonight, and then the Hornets Sunday. Is it Sunday? Uh, no, I think it's a Saturday it's game. Saturday. I think it's another back to back. Yeah, let me check real quick. It is. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think it's a uh, seven thirty, seven thirty both nights. So yeah. Another back-to-back. Luckily, this one is at home. You're looking right now at the Knicks, who are a game ahead of you in the lost column in the East. Uh, and then you're also looking at the Charlotte Hornets, 
who are vying for the worst record in the NBA. Good. Um, so big, big game versus the Knicks. And, and Trey always seems to show up versus the Knicks. Uh, I, I think all three of us have already picked Trey in the Daily Fantasy, haven't we? Yes. Yeah, the t- tonight would have been a good one. I, I, I think Trey's going to go off tonight. Uh, and then Saturday, you might see some, you might, or yeah, Saturday, you might see one or two guys get a rest because we shouldn't need a full complement of uh, of players to to take down the Hornets, you know, theoretically speaking. And it's, it's a back-to-back. It's a home back-to-back. It'd be a good night uh, to maybe rest one or two players. Uh, Billy, is there anything in particular in, in particular uh, that you want to see out of the Hawks in, in these two games versus the Knicks and the Hornets over the weekend? Dubs. I want to say dubs. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I, I like it, dude. That's I want to see wins. I like uh, it. You know, look, it's I definitely want to see it against or tonight against the Knicks because screw the Knicks. Um, and I want to continue this, this streak. Um, Push it to five games. I want to see more of what happened on Wednesday night. Um, give me um, Trey and DJ playing off the ball, and oh god, it was beautiful because it, it just it just flat out was. Now tonight, it's probably going to be the other side. It's probably going to be DJ playing, you know, playing the point, and Trey playing off the ball, which is going to lead to a big night for Trey. So. On Saturday, though, man, see, this is what worries me. I understand that you mentioned, you know, playing, um, giving a couple guys rest. The one thing that worries me about that, for some reason, the Hawks will play down to an opponent, and I can't stand it. And a, a team that we should beat, and there's, for some reason, they're still in it, and if not leading in the fourth quarter. And it always seems like the Hornets give us trouble. Yeah. Doesn't it? And the Hornets are poo. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about mm-hmm. it. The Hornets are, are straight poo-poo. They're, they're not a good team. And Ball's out. He, he hurt his left ankle. So we won't have to worry about him. You're right. You're right. We do sometimes play down to our opponents. And it always seems like the, the Hornets give us trouble. Um, tonight, tonight, early this whole weekend, I want to see Clint Capella keep shaking off that rust he's had just from sitting out so long. He hasn't played poorly. Uh, but you can just tell that, you know, to, to steal a boxing or an MMA term, there is ring rust there for Clint. I'd like to see him shake that off uh, and maybe sneak into the starting lineup either tonight or tomorrow night and have a Kongu on the bench or just keep bringing him off the bench. That's fine, too. Uh, I want to see Bogey keep running that second unit and being aggressive. I want to see Trey with his three-point shooting that we've seen in the month of January keep going up. Uh, it's been very promising after sort of slogging through the first half of the season and us all be worried uh, for him to come out in January and really turn it up. I want to see DJ keep doing DJ things and really shutting down the opposing team's stars in the fourth quarter and playing playoff defense. Uh, th- this team, when healthy, is a very promising-looking team. Um, so I- I'm I'm excited to see what we can do if we can get you know a full month of healthy-ish Hawks teams and have this team start playing together, having uh, A.J. Griffin and Jalen Johnson playing well, Okongwu playing well, Hunter, J.C., uh, and the trade deadline is coming up. You know, I'm kind of interested to see if if we trade anybody, and if we do, who who is it, and who we get back, and all that good stuff. So, um, I think this Hawks team is rounding into form right now, four game winning streak. And when we come back on Monday, it'll be a six game winning streak, and I'll have we're going streaking on a hot button for us to play. We need to. 
Um, I think it's February 9th is when the trade deadline is for the NBA this year. But Sounds about right. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't remember if it's after or before the All-Star game. I always get that. I think it's after. I think it's a week after the All-Star game. So that sounds about right. Okay. All right, let's move on uh, to the football matchups, which is part of the reason Bryce will probably not watch the uh, the Hornets game on Saturday. Um, <laughs> Hold on, what what time is? Uh, I think I think it should be over before the Hornets game starts. Oh, really? oh no, never mind. No, oh, I, yeah, I got the two games mixed games. up. Yeah, yep, yep. It's four thirty and eight fifteen yeah. uh, on on yeah. Saturday. Yeah, uh, yeah. You're right. I won't watch any of that. Well. I don't know. I have multiple screens. If I'm no, I won't because I'll be I'll be actually I won't watch the Hawks Hornets game or these uh, NFL divisional games because I will be at the high school Saturday night. That's so, right. You're going to game um, on I'll, Saturday. Yeah, I'll be I'll be able to catch this. Be I'll be able to catch the second half of the Giants Eagles game. Um, but that's the NFC. We did that yesterday, Billy. Let's hit up the AFC today uh right now the jags at the chiefs that line has moved even more today i believe yesterday it was at an eight and a half uh and today it has moved to nine um and let's you know that's uh, <laughs> yeah nine in an in i mean this is an afc divisional game that's, that's whoever wins this game goes to play for a chance to represent the afc in the super bowl and it's more than a touchdown. It's almost touchdown and a field goal is the line. Isn't that crazy? Insane. But it's it's understandable. Um, <laughs> it's honestly understandable. The Jags are are nowhere near on the same level as the Chiefs. However, here's the the crazy thing. And you know, I've got my dad's saying in the back of my mind. You know, anybody can beat anybody on any given Sunday. And bingo. It's going to be really interesting to see. I I I really think that the Jags or excuse me the Chiefs' offense will continue to put up really good numbers um, and completely dominate. And defensively, it's they're going to be in um, Trevor Lawrence's face all freaking night long. Yeah, I think the key to victory for Jacksonville is run the ball with Etienne. And control the clock. I think the best policy for the Jags, if they want to stay in this game, is keep the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hands for as long as you possibly can. Um, you know, no quick strikes. I know that sounds dumb, but try try to have sustained drives. Try to have drives that go for six to eight minutes. You know what I mean? Drive down the field, score tuds. You have to score tuds. When you get in the red zone, or honestly, when you get inside the 30-yard line, you have to be able to score tuds if you're the Jaguars, because you know the Chiefs are going to put up points. The, the Chiefs, I, what is their, the Chiefs, uh, I wonder what their team total over-under is. Um, you know, you, you would think that it's going to be somewhere in the 30s, I would think, and I would probably take it. I don't see it here. But you, you're going to have to score tons. I mean, this Chiefs team is one of the best scoring offenses in the entire NFL. So you're going to have to score tons if you're the Jacksonville Jaguars, and you cannot get down 27 like you did to the Chargers. If you get down 27 to the Chiefs, they will hang 35, 42 on you before the blink. Of It'll be a 50 burner um, early. It really will. Yeah, yeah, very, very early. So I honestly, if I'm a betting man, I'm taking, I, I think I'm going to take the Jags ATS, nope. uh, but the Chiefs, the Chiefs nope. straight up. Nowhere near. Ooh, would, you think it, the Chiefs cover? It, this isn't my lock, but if I were to, if I were right. betting, I would be taking the Chiefs and the points. Why do you hate Why do you hate uh, Jacksonville and Trevor Lawrence? Uh, well, it's Jacksonville and, Je- and Trevor Lawrence. 
Man, you know Trevor Lawrence likes Waffle House, so that means you hate Waffle House too. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're a bad, you're a bad guy. Uh, the other AFC game on Sunday night or Sunday afternoon, three p.m. The Bengals at the Bills. Bills are a five and a half point favorite right now at home. That's shocking to me. That's a big number, Huge isn't number. it? Yeah, that's a that's a big number. I mean, the Bills seem like a team of destiny. I don't know what the Bengals offensive line is going to look like. I think they had three offensive linemen get hurt last week. Um, I, I I haven't I haven't kept up with their their injuries. I'm not sure what that's going to look like uh, game day. But man, I I just. I love Joe Burrow so much, but I just have such a hard time picking the Bengals in this game just because of what the Bills have on offense and defense and the storyline and the motivation that's behind the Bills. Yeah, and it's going to be really interesting to see is is Tamar Hamlin there? Um, you know, thousand percent he'll be there. I would I would put my entire check. You would on think, um, and that would be fantastic because you don't understand the amount of prayers that that was said for that band. Um, but hearing what are, this is when, when is it Saturday? Yeah. Saturday at 3 PM. Ooh. Ooh. I think I might down and enjoy this. Oh no. I may be in Atlanta. Um, or Sunday. Did I say Saturday? Sunday, Sunday at 3 PM. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, I should be Sunday at 3 PM. Yeah. Sorry. This is a Sunday Um, game. But yeah, I think the bills have been the top of my, um, power rankings for a good portion of the year. Um, I believe in them. The Bengals started creeping back into my power rankings. Um, it's going to be, it, they're dangerous. The Bengals are dangerous. And I, I truly believe that because they started winning when they needed to. And it was late in season. So it's, this is going to be a really interesting matchup. I don't know. Five and a half is just a big number to me. That's a huge number, man. If I if I'm going ATS, I'm going Bengals. Especially here. between these two uh, teams. Uh, yeah, yeah. A- a- ATS, I would take Bengals money line. I would take Bills. But yeah, that five and a half. That's a big number, huge dude. Number. But, I, I I think defensively, I would give the edge to the Bengals, and offensively, I would give the edge to the Bills. So I think this is going to be a a fantastic matchup. But yeah, like I said, I, I'm I'm taking Bengals ATS, and I'm taking Bills money we line. We need to just show up over at clay harden's house for this game just like knock on the door just the two of us and just show up over there i have uh 3 p.m on sunday i should be repainting a basketball court that is my plan for sunday as long as it doesn't pour down rain uh which it sort of looks like it's going to do yeah yeah i'm gonna be repainting a basketball court doesn't that sound exciting again you know how to party Billy, this question popped up uh, yesterday, night, maybe yesterday, day before yesterday, and I got to thinking uh, with with Joseph Martinez retiring or not retiring, but leaving Atlanta United. Sort of, where does he sit in the pantheon of Atlanta sports athletes? So, w- if we were theoretically going to rank these players on a uh, hypothetical Atlanta Mount Rushmore, Billy, I'm going to give you uh, five players, and I-, I want you to rate them one through five where uh-huh. they are. On the on the Atlanta Mount Rushmore, so number one, let me, let me, I'll get them all out and then you rank them. So the first guy on here is Dominique Wilkins. Uh, you know we we know what he's done for for the Hawks when he was playing, got traded unfairly away from the Hawks, and not only did he did he set multiple Hawks record and 
was the face of the franchise. He's come back and, you know, he's he's a TV commentator. And I love Neek on TV. Uh, he's, he's, I just like listening to his stories. Sometimes he's goofy and goes off on tangents. But I, I like listening to Dominique. Uh, the next guy we have is, is, you know, I would say popularity-wise, probably one of the most popular players to ever play in Atlanta through any sport, Chipper Jones. Um, spent his entire career here, won an MVP, won a World Series, was the face of the Braves franchise for forever and ever uh, in the 90s and early 2000s. He's my of all time. My f- he is in the top five of my favorite Braves of all time. Um, I do love Chip, and, and he's he's also come back and worked with the franchise for forever. Um, he's sort of like that uncle that you can't get rid of, but you don't really want to get rid of. You know, yeah. he just keeps hanging around, finds other jobs to do and stuff like that. Uh, the next one is what I consider the greatest baseball player of all time. Hank Aaron um, started, his, started his career off with the Braves when they were in Milwaukee uh, and then came to Atlanta and essentially built that stadium and, and did so many wonderful, great things for the Atlanta Braves and was a representative of the Braves after he retired, stayed in the city, worked with the Braves, worked with the city and all that. Um, the next one is a, is a guy that I think gets overlooked a lot and undervalued in Matt Ryan. Uh, he is, I'll, I'll keep saying this, he's the greatest Falcon to ever play for the Falcons. Um, if you look at longevity and the records and what he did with the Falcons, he's, you know, I, maybe not the most talented, uh, but he is he's, he's the greatest Falcon of all time, in my opinion. Uh, the last one I have on this list is Joseph Martinez. Uh, this franchise was nothing. There wasn't a franchise before Joseph came in. And him, uh, you know, with Tata Martinez and, and Miguel Almaron, sort of brought soccer to the South, something that I didn't think was going to succeed and succeeded wonderfully. And, and Joseph was, I mean, you watched him on the pitch before his, uh, his back-to-back injuries a couple of years ago, and he was just a wizard out there. I mean, he would score goal after goal after goal. He loves Atlanta. Atlanta loves him. He is a big fan of the fans. Uh, and I think he, I think he's going to follow in the path of, of Neek and, and Chipper. And once Joseph retires from his playing careers, I, I really believe in my heart of hearts that Joseph is going to come back to Atlanta. And you know, maybe he doesn't work with the um, with the organization, but I think he, I think he lives here, and I think he's going to show up and support um, the organization once his playing days are over. So, Billy, out of those five, rank those in the top five of, of Atlanta Mount Rushmore: Hank, Neek, Chipper, Ryan, Joseph. I think I think you're right. I think Joseph might be ahead of Ryan for popularity. It's still debatable, and let's let's also put it out there. I think I truly think that uh, Jesse Tuggle should probably be in the discussion, um, because the hammer was oh god, the hammer was so awesome. Um, How many playoff games did he win? Don't think it matters to me. Honestly, you want to go? You want to talk about one of the greatest Falcons of all time? It's we're talking Jesse Tuggle. Um, Chipper is is definitely up there. It, and Neek, Neek is just so. Pardon the expression. Neek is unique, and, and <laughs> he is he is very unique. I'll, yeah, you know, and 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 the fact that he is he is just so charismatic and he has been an absolute joy to watch and not only on the on the court but um in on the television too so yeah 
Uh, my, mine's sort of like yours. I have Hank one, Chipper two, Neek three, Joseph four, and Matt Ryan yeah. five. So my, mine's sort of like yours, and and Hank, Hank should be in the all time Mount Rushmore for any sport for all the USA. If if you're doing a Mount Rushmore, Hank should be up there. We've gotten opinion. to that point where we've run out of topics that we have to do to Mount Rushmore right now. This is the right. well, you know, I. I thought about it because Joe, uh, you know, Joseph should have a statue. Once Joseph is oh, done Aaron, playing, he should have a statue. About that. In, I'm not in, arguing that. At, that's the spurred yeah, that along. I, I 100% agree and think that he <clears throat> he deserves a a statue. But Mount Rushmore. Oof. Yeah, I mean, if you if you include it, would you include anybody from from the uh, the Thrashers on here in consideration? I don't remember anybody. When you think about honestly. the Thrashers, you mostly think about either Danny Heatley or uh, because of what happened or Ilya Kovalchuk. Yeah, and Kovalchuk signed like a 35-year deal over in Russia or something, didn't he? I don't know if it's a 35-year deal, but he signed He signed, uh, <laughs> he signed with the Thrashers and, were, and was the captain for a minute near the yeah. end of the Thrashers' in, in, career. In, Maybe if that franchise lasted a little bit longer, they'd, they'd sure. have somebody, but, uh, you know, yeah. Uh, let's get to the Marine South scoreboard from last night. Billy, we had nothing. Nothing went on last night, unfortunately. But on the Smiths floor covering games. Oh, well, that was fun. What? Oh, yeah. How'd that go? How'd that go, by the um, way? It was... <laughs> I know you're not going to be surprised by this, but Bremen girls are going to be sending in a lot of talented people. A lot of talented people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not surprised at all. Um, <laughs> the boys, uh, Hart County beat them pretty handily. And uh, there is a kid, Bryce, and we circled his name. Uh, his name is D. Gordon. I think. Okay. Yeah. Is he related uh, he to Flash Gordon? Uh, right. You're going to be really impressed with him here in the next couple of years. Just, it's going to be insane. Yeah, I was talking to Shane Lasseter maybe a week or two ago, and he was telling me that the the JV boys for Heard County and the middle school boys for Heard County basketball-wise, he said they have got some very, very talented young men uh, kind of kind of sitting in the ranks. And we got to see it a couple nights ago. They had a, they had a freshman starting at point guard for Heard County's varsity team uh, and played very well. So, yeah, Heard County was singing the praise – or Shane Lasseter was singing the praises of that middle school team about a week ago. He was saying they got some very talented yeah, kids and coming up. Including uh, the kid that uh, – what was his name? Um, he was the quarterback for the middle school championship game. No. Make it up. I can't do that. You know I can't do that. Steven Kowalski. Actually, you know what? I texted. Timothy uh, Cunningham. Ethan Tisdale. I was close. I had the T right. His day. Right. He, he's the quarterback from he middle was, school. And he was really talented last night, too. He seemed all over the ball, getting a lot of rebounds. Just couldn't sink anything, really, last night. Yeah. All right, let's go to the Smiths floor covering games and events calendar tonight. We have girls and boys basketball in action. Girls, Crawford County at Temple at 6. Central at Northwest Whitfield at 6. Bremen at Ridgeland at 530. VR at Jackson at six, Modale at Harrelson County at six, and Heard County at Lamar at six as well. All of those region games. Uh, in the boys' side, Bowden at Fulton Leadership at 6 p.m., Central at Northwest Whitfield at 7.30, Crawford County at Temple at 
Bremen at Ridgeland at 7, VR at Jackson at 7.30, Modale at Harrelson County at 7.30, Heard County at Lamar at 7.30, and Pellbrook at Carrollton at 7.30 tonight. Once again, all of those are region games. And then tonight, girls wrestling up in the University of Bufford. We have the Carrollton girls wrestling versus Woodward. And and Billy, if if I'm correct, they're just the quarterfinals tonight. So when Carrollton beats Woodward, that's the only match they're going to have tonight, right? They're not doing the quarterfinals and the semis all in one night. That's right. Yes. Okay. Okay. So yeah, tonight the the Carrollton Trojan ladies are going to go up and beat the uh, Woodward Woodpeckers up in Bufford. The University of Bufford is where they are wrestling tonight. I'm not 100% sure what time they're going to start wrestling, um, but look on GoFan and they will have uh, they'll have it for you if you want to go up there to Bufford and, and watch them wrestle. Uh, on Saturday for girls basketball, we have Wadley at Bowden at three, Bremen at Central at three, Mount Zion at South Atlanta at six. And Banneker at VR at 6 p.m. And the Banneker at Villarica game, uh, that is Rec Night. So any of you VR uh, Rec kids that are out there, wear your jersey and you get free admission into the Villarica game. I don't know what else they're going to have out there. I think they're going to have a couple other festivities. Uh, but yeah, wear your jersey and you get uh, get free entry into the VR game tomorrow night. On the boys' side, Wadley at Bowden at 4.30. Bremen at Central at 4.30. Mount Zion at South Atlanta at 7.30 and Banneker at Villarica at 7.30. In college basketball tomorrow, UW at Christian Brothers. Uh, I'm not sure they're how they're going to play an entire basketball game with just two brothers. That's what it's going to be called. Two brothers. It, two doesn't, brothers. Say, it doesn't say two, two brothers. brothers. It just says Christian Brothers. It could be more brothers. Two brothers. With that S, a little teaching there. That's plural. That means that you can have multiple. Billy, do you not watch Rick and Morty? Trying to make a joke over here, and you're ruining it. Two brothers. Uh, boys and girls, boys continue try to go streaking. We're going streaking. They try to keep it up. Georgia Tech uh, is at home versus Cuse, and UGA welcomes in Vandy in college basketball. And in boys wrestling tomorrow night, Temple is wrestling against Mount Pisgah in the quarterfinals up in Tryon. Bremen is wrestling against Ringgold in the quarterfinals in Stevens County. And Central is wrestling against Troop in the quarterfinals in Lovett. All three of those wrestling teams are in the quarterfinals trying to make it to the semifinals and in the state finals going on the state championship. So a lot of stuff going on this weekend in the uh, high school ranks, Billy. We got wrestling. We got basketball. We got two brothers playing basketball. A lot of stuff going on this weekend. Let's go. Billy, you need some soft earned dollars, man. After losing my butt last week, yeah, yeah, I need it. I I felt really confident after week one. We I went too. five and one. Felt really good. Uh, we started the year off strong, uh, and then we went one and five last week. We yeah. we went one and five. That's why Vegas is what Vegas is. The Incredible Pulp Soft Earned Dollars segment. So Billy and I are both three and three on the year. Six points apiece. I don't have the money thing pulled up. Do you? Do you have it pulled up? I, I can pull it up real quick. We're uh, we're keeping track of of the money that. So if we put a five dollar bet down on everything, where would we be at right now? I would be up eleven dollars and seventy three cents, and Billy would be up thirteen dollars and ninety four cents. So we're still positive. That's a good thing. Yeah, right we're now. still positive. That's a, <laughs> it's a very hey, it's a very very good thing. We're still positive. 
So my locks of the week, uh, Stefanos Tsitsipas over Talon Grigspor in the Australian Open. Uh, Sipsis is a minus 1,200. I think he is an absolute lock. Not going to win a lot of money on a $5 bet on that one, but he's an absolute lock. Next one is Novak Djokovic, who decided he wanted to go to the bathroom in the middle of his match last night and almost got DQ'd uh, over Gregor Dimitrov at a, at a minus 650. Also, Andy Murray is battling some injuries, but he is a dog going into his match versus Jean-Baptiste, and Andy Murray is playing really good tennis right now. That be, would be a good underdog bet. Uh, and then my also another lock of the week is or lock of the uh, weekend is tonight. The Hawks are a three point favorite against the Knicks. I think they cover the Hawks are playing great, great basketball at the moment. And I think they easily cover Let's against go. the Knicks. Let's tonight. make that happen. Hawks. Um, I like all right, it. Yeah. So my, my locks, uh, give me Isaiah Pacheco plus 80 yards. So 80 yards plus, um, at a plus 280 um, is a good value for me. Um, you got, you got a couple. You got a couple yeah. dogs on here. Yeah. Uh, right. San Francisco minus three and a half versus Dallas. I think they cover that easily. Um, I know. Lost five bucks. Yeah, I know. Um, and, and Dallas, Dallas. Miles Sanders. This one's going to be a big one, and it's a, kind of my long shot. But you know what? I'm going to try for it. Um, Miles Sanders, forty yards rushing, forty yards plus rushing in each half at a plus. Okay. Okay. I don't mind that. Yeah. I don't mind that. I think that's a good bet. I like that. I like that. Especially with a, uh, a, a Jalen Hurts who might be a little injury hampered. They might not slang it around as much as they usually do or have him running yep. around as much as they do. I like that. Good bet. Billy, Let's you ready for another cup of coffee? Let's do it, man. Another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor Hannah Strong or Robert Goolsby real estate group last night on the tm5 daily fantasy league steph curry at 29 7 and 4 tatum at 34 19 and 6 and Embiid had 32 9 and 2 tatum finished in first curry in second and Embiid in third we definitely don't need billy stretching out the lead which he did last night gotta make up some big big points over oh, yeah. the weekend uh if if myself or pete want any chance to win you have I think you have a four-point lead over me right now. Um, yeah, so that's yeah, a. Oh, we gotta have a good weekend. Gotta have a good weekend. Uh, on, on a bit of a sadder note, former Atlanta United player Anton Walks passed away yesterday at the age of 25, and I believe it was due to a boating accident. Oh, I think I read. Really? I think it was a boating accident. Yeah, I, I think I saw that. I was reading an article uh, this morning as soon as I woke up. Um, yeah, it was a, it was a boating accident, and twenty five years old, man. That's just that that's awful. Antoine Walks was a, a a really good player for for Atlanta United when he was here, captained a couple times, um, and yeah, it was uh, twenty five, dude. I just I can't even. Notre Dame head coach Mike Bray is, is going to step down at the end of this season. Are you really surprised by this? Uh, no, they're, I think they're having kind of a poo-poo season right now. I think Notre Dame's basketball team is uh, quite terrible at the moment. So, no, I'm not surprised at all about Coach that. Coach Prime uh, lands Kwamani McLean as top cornerback flips to Colorado. Bryce, I, I told you, dude. Yes. I continue to tell you he's going to get talent. And, you know, the four and a half that I saw on, in Vegas should be easily taken over. So... I don't think he'll be able to do it with Colorado, but I hope I am wrong, and I hope you are right. 
because I want to see Deion oh, Sanders yeah. succeed. There's nothing more I want to see than see him succeed and see. I would love him if, if, dude, if Colorado, if he could make it like close to the college football playoffs, like that'd be amazing. I would love that. I don't, I don't believe it's going to happen in Colorado, but I, I sincerely with every bone in my body, I Are hope I am. Are you surprised by the, the four and a half number wins for them? Yeah, sort of. Yeah, but I don't know what the roster is going to look like. I, I think that's why they set it at four and a half. They've had a lot of transfers out, a lot of transfers in. I think once the roster gets settled and we get closer to football season, I think that number might become more realistic. I just don't know what that roster is going to Loyola Marymount's uh, halts Gonzaga's home winning streak at 76. Wow. 76 winning. Wow. Straight winnings. Oh, my gosh. 76 that's nuts yeah now let's see if gonzaga can actually win in the jim hairball i mean uh harbaugh uh his refusal delays the ncaa's case for michigan that guy's such a doofus man i I can't stand him it's uh, and and the infractions from what i understand uh, the infractions are about him buying cheeseburgers for recruits and that is that is the most jim harbaugh ncaa infraction i've ever heard of my entire life jessica pegula and coco Golf make uh, the fourth round of the Australian Open. Yeah, let's go. Both Americans, both trouncing around. Let's go, Coco. Go win it, baby. Uh, the Australian Open's having a, a bit of trouble out there, and they they refuse for Andy Murray to go to the bathroom after three hours of tennis. And Andy Murray's match didn't end until four a.m. local time. Yeah, a lot of not not great stuff going on in the uh, Australian Open. Just nineteen in wise. today in nineteen eighty nine, Pittsburgh center Mario Lemieux becomes the f- second player in NHL history to score fifty goals in less than fifty games. Number fifty in the forty fourth game as the Penguins lose seven to three to the Jets in Winnipeg. Uh, this was the guy that got me into hockey. I used to be a Penguins and a Lemieux fan when I was a little kid. I used to love Mario Lemieux. Okay, good um, question. Yeah, what, was, yeah. what was Mario's number? Yes. Uh, Bro. No idea. I don't, I don't know numbers. I, I've told you this, dude. I don't remember numbers. I'm I'm not a I'm not a uh, jersey number type guy. I don't even know. Like you, you know how much I love Trey Young. You know how much I watch basketball. I have no idea what number Trey Young is. Really? Nope. I can't tell you. <laughs> I'm trying to think on the Braves. I think Acuna is the only person I can tell you what his number is. And I'm not even sure if yes. that's right. Is he 13? Okay. That's the only one I know. That's really I had no idea. I don't even remember. I don't even remember what Freddie was. What was Freddie? Freddie was a single. Did you have digit, a Freddie jersey? Yeah, I have a it's couple five. of Freddie jerseys. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember players numbers. I have like the only the only like, I have no idea what Dak Prescott's number Four. is. I cannot tell you. I have, have no clue. I watch him every single weekend. No clue was it. I, uh, Ohio State, I cannot tell you a single player on there what their number is. I have no idea what number CJ Stroud That's is. A no that clue. is a absolute lie. Watch them all year. No, I, 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 I 1,000% have no idea what his number is. You may not be able to recall it right now, but I guarantee you, if you're watching the game, you're like, oh, that's that's CJ Stroud. That's that's. Him, or that's Dallas Hayden or, or Dallin Hayden. You know, you you were able to recognize that when we went to the Peach Bowl. That's because I had beers. When I when I drink, I recall stuff. 
when, when I when I drink, my conscience blacks out, and I just go into straight football mode, and I can recall this stuff. No, I, I'm I'm really bad with jersey numbers because I don't I don't retain them He's to, play by to play memory. Guy, folks. Um, all right, so, uh, you got anything else for us this weekend? Nah, man. Let's get out of here let's on a Friday. Let's do it. Uh, we will be back on Monday. Um, yeah, yeah. We don't have anything going on this Monday, right? I don't think so. Not that I'm aware of. I don't know. I think we'll be back unless we get shut we'll, down we'll in between now and then. Um, yeah, who's going <laughs> to shut us down? <laughs> anyway, uh, for Bryce, I am Billy. Have a fantastic weekend, um, and uh, we will talk to you all on Monday. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbors! Just shake them! Shake your neighbors! <laughs>